everyone, this is Paige and welcome back to the So Rude Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in for another episode. I am excited to talk with you about a personal exercise that I do every year, which is reflecting upon the past 12 months and looking forward to the next 12 months. I'm going to take you through the 20 things that I learned in 2020. Some of these things I learned through my own experience. Some of these things I learned through what was going on around me. Some of this is advice I have been given. And some of this is advice I want to give you. So I hope you are listening. Take out a pen, take out a piece of paper, get yourself a glass of water, because I think this one is certainly one for the ages. To kick things off, I want to talk about the first thing that is most important. And I believe everyone else feels this way as well. Life is short. COVID has shown us that in a blink of an eye, everything can change. If there's something that you've been considering, please try it. Please go out and give it a shot. Stop waiting for the perfect time. Stop waiting for the right time. There is no right time. You know what there is though? There is a limit on the amount of time that you get. Make sure that if you are interested in something, please go out and do it because life is short. The second thing that I learned in 2020 is that there will never be job security when you're working for somebody else. Part of this realization comes from COVID and how many people were impacted by the economic instability of this year. However, I realized this myself when the company I was working for brought on a management company and literally overnight, everything changed from my supervisor to the tasks that I was working on, to my job description, to the hours, even my place of work that I would report to. Everything changed overnight and it threw me for a whirlwind. But that's not limited to me. A lot of people lost their job and their financial stability this year just due to COVID and the impacts it had on the economy. This year truly taught me when your employment is based off of somebody else, as in you're working for a company, there's nothing wrong with that. The only challenge is that then your whole future and any type of stability you think is coming from that is truly up in the air. Something like a pandemic, COVID, a new management company, a change of stock ownership. You have no clue what's going to change your job security. And so this year helped to solidify for me that my long-term plan is I don't want to work for somebody else, but that's my plan. It doesn't have to be yours. However, you should know that there will never be job security in a job when you're working for somebody else ever. The third item on the list is that you will never regret advocating for yourself. Maybe you grew up in a family where you didn't speak up, you were taught not to speak up, you were taught to stay silent, but please do not accept mistreatment just because you are too afraid to say something. Because when you say something, you have the opportunity to make a change. If you never say anything, nothing will ever change. I can think of so many times where I was experiencing something that I didn't think was right, and I mulled over the option of whether or not I was gonna say something. And when I did finally speak up, I was so happy that I did. Now, that's not to say that it's always going to be sunshine and rainbows afterwards. Yeah, you're going to have to deal with the fact that you spoke up, especially if you're in an environment where they don't appreciate people speaking their mind. 
However, it is so much more important to speak up for what's wrong and express when something's not right, because if there's any retaliation, then that's just saying something. Shame on you, sister. Number four, do not stay in a bad job because you are afraid. Now, I know that this is an interesting time when people are happy to just have a job, let alone have the option to change. And I am in no way not recognizing that fact. However, when you stay in a bad job and you stay with a bad boss because you're afraid you won't find something better, that is just silly. And I go back to remind you to item number one, which is life is short. No one should get up every day and be miserable, whether it's the work that you're doing, the company that you're doing the work for, or the boss that you're reporting to. If it's a bad fit, it's always going to be a bad fit. And so to be afraid to try something new or afraid to look, that's just limiting your potential reach at happiness. So try something new and don't be afraid. My fifth tip is keep your expenses low. Now, this actually goes hand in hand with the thing I was just talking about, which is don't stay in a bad job because you're afraid. When you keep your expenses low, this 100% impacts your freedom. When you have low expenses and a low debt to income ratio, you have so much more flexibility with what you do. You can truly make a choice around your time, your job, your environment, more so because you're not so worried about paying debt to this big overseer in your life. I don't care what kind of debt it is. Debt is debt. Student loan debt, debt is debt. Auto debt is debt. Medical bills, those are tough. I really encourage you, make sure you use 2021 as a facet to improving your financial stability. Make sure you keep your expenses low. If you need to go back and listen to my budgeting episode, do it. If you need to listen to my episode with Rich Jackowitz Jr., do it. Make sure you are really keeping your finances in mind because if you are going to potentially leave your job or you are going to potentially want to go off on your own, having the money in the bank and the no debt as much as possible is going to help you to do that. Item number six, your 20s is the time to be selfish. I know, I said it. It's the time to be selfish. What do you want to do? This is no longer when you're five years old and you have to clean up your toys just because mom said it's time to clean up. If you don't want to clean up your toys, don't clean up your toys. I mean, I do encourage you to keep your space clutter free because that impacts your mental health. However, It's the time to be selfish with your time, with your money, with everything. Do what makes you happy because again, life is short. Number seven, don't wait for others to do the things that you enjoy. I'm going to use me starting a podcast as an example, and I've shared this story so many times you can probably repeat it. However, I wanted to start a podcast for so long and I was waiting and waiting and waiting for someone to start it with me and no one ever did. And guess what? If I was still waiting for them, I probably still would not have started this podcast. And we are already going into month six, which is crazy. So if there's something that you want to do, stop waiting for other people. Go out and do it. Whether that's going to see a movie that you want to see, trying a new restaurant, checking out a new hobby. If you're interested, stop waiting on other people and just do it. Thanks, Nike. Number eight, spend time alone and make time for you. This one is definitely not a new tip. However, it is the first time I'm combining it in other tips. It is so easy 
to get wrapped up in the day-to-day. It's so easy to keep busy between social media and your work and the internet and God knows what else you have going on. It is so easy for your time to slip away from you. However, thinking that you need to fill every moment of your day with an activity is an injustice to you. Most people would benefit from spending some time alone. It may be the first time you ever reflect. You may even make your own list of the 20 things that you learned in 2020. Whether that be spending time in nature, going for a walk by yourself, sitting and meditating, journaling, spending time alone and making time for yourself is only going to help you to figure out the things that you want to do. No one can tell you. So I encourage you try to do more of that in 2021. Number nine, stop holding on to friendships just because you have been friends for a while. Now, this one really hits home for me. Over the last couple of years, there have definitely been some friendships of mine that I've seen fade away. And it's sad. I mean, one thing you're learning about life the more you grow up is that friendships evolve. I read a quote once that said, some people come into your life as blessings, others come into your life as lessons. That is so true. Never regret meeting someone, never regret your friendships, your relationships, because it truly helps shape you into the person that you are. Take it as a lesson, take it as an opportunity. However, just because that those people exist doesn't mean they need to exist and take up time and space in your life forever. If people are not adding value, and whatever you define as value, some value is emotional support, some value is entertainment, some value is relationships and love, some value is just friendship. Only you can define the value that someone can add to your life. But if you're reflecting on relationships and you truly don't think there is any value or there's no benefit, it's usually more of a negative, then that may be time for you to say, I'm ready to close the store. And yes, it's sad, but if you open up your time away from the people who are not adding value, it only allows the opportunity for more people to join your life who are going to add value. So take it from me. Stop holding on to friendships just because you've been friends for a while. Number 10, find your hobbies. This actually goes along with what I was just saying. Life can get so swamped. Before you know it, your life becomes this endless cycle of work, sleep, coming home, doing dishes. Make sure you're building fun outlets into your life. This is a great opportunity to meet people with the same interests as you. And this kind of goes along with the other things. If you've always wanted to try Frisbee golf and nobody ever wanted to go with you, you should go and spend time alone. You should engage in it because it's a hobby that you're interested in. And you may find friends who also like Frisbee golf. Do you see the benefits here? Honestly, by taking your time to be selfish and spend time for you and open up your opportunities for more friendships, you're going to start to build these areas of your life into a reflection of what you truly want. Number 11, get out of your comfort zone. I can totally attest to this. I am a creature of habit like no tomorrow. On any given day, someone who knows me pretty well can probably assume I am in the middle of getting coffee, going to Target, or playing on the internet. So I'm definitely a creature of habit. However, when I recognize that I haven't changed things up in a while, 
or I recognize that I'm avoiding something because I'm afraid of change, that is not a good option. We sometimes really need to push ourselves out of our comfort zone. So if you're someone who's always a creature of habit, maybe try and pick one thing you're going to change this week or in the new year and see how many times you can do that. Number 12, journal every day. So I get that not everyone is creative. I get it. Honestly, I truly do. However, journaling is not an outlet of creativity. Journaling has so many other benefits. It can be an outlet for stress. It can be an outlet for reflecting on your own experiences. It can serve as a memoir later. You have no clue what a journaling entry can do. It can help you remember your favorite moments. And I actually was watching an interview with Matthew McConaughey, who has been journaling for a large portion of his life. He has now been able to take all of those journals and he turned them into a book. Now, when he started journaling, he may have never known he was going to be who he was. However, it's so nice to be able to look back. Also, you're going to be in different time points in your life throughout your lifespan. It would be so fun later on to go back and say, what was I doing in my 20s? What was I doing in my 30s? What was I doing in my 40s? If you don't journal and you aren't really documenting that, then there's no way you're going to be able to do that later on. I found journaling in my 20s. I always used to think you had to start when you were young. You don't. And journaling is going to mean different things for different people. Sometimes I journal three sentences. Sometimes I journal eight pages. Every day is different, but that is one hobby I am never going to give up. Find your favorite notebook, find a good pen, and start writing. It truly helps. Number 13, water is good for you. So water makes up over 60% of our bodies. And in my health programs, I always used to laugh, right? Why does everyone talk about water? Why is water intake so important? Water has so many benefits. First off, the oxygen in water is important for your mind. It helps clear your skin. It keeps you hydrated. It makes our skin stay elastic and fresh. It clears out our bodies and it keeps us nourished and full. So if drinking water is a challenge for you, my suggestion is find a water bottle that you like. Do you like having a straw? Do you like not having a straw? Do you want something that you can put ice in? Do you want something that you don't put ice in? Do you want it to be cold? Do you want it to be room temperature? Try different things out and then figure out what works for you. Number 14, don't push off things to tomorrow that you could do today. So I know I'm borrowing this quote However, I do believe it's a good one. Laziness is a virus. It slowly creeps into other areas that we don't think it's going to impact. When you push things off to tomorrow, one, you're assuming there's going to be a tomorrow, and two, you're losing the opportunity to check that thing off your list today so that tomorrow you can do something greater. Sometimes you don't even realize it's not even the one thing that you're pushing off, it's all the other things that are impacted. So, Don't push things off anymore. Try and get them done in the moment. Number 15, the time is now. Again, this does go along with life is short, but I just really want to be the one to encourage you to try something new. Stop waiting for the right time. Whatever it is, you need to start sometime, so it might as well be now. Number 16, parents know best. This is sometimes impacted by who is giving the advice. However, if it's an older adult, an authoritative figure, a grandparent, 
a teacher that you trust, someone who can serve as a mentor or a role model to you in your life. It is easy to push them off and just say, you don't know what you're talking about, or that isn't how things are done today. They survived many, many, many years before you were born, and even more so since you were born. They do know a thing or two. And sometimes, just because it's old school doesn't mean it's bad. Old school can be the best school. Don't write them off. Oftentimes, I found myself saying, no, 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 you don't understand. And then later on, a situation happens. And if I had just listened to the advice the first time around, I wouldn't be in the mess that I was in at that moment. So take what they have to say. Now, if it truly doesn't relate, it doesn't relate. But don't forget, they've been around a while and they know a thing or two. So maybe it's worth hearing them out. Number 17. Again, this is another controversial one, but you are never given more than you are able to handle. I am not particularly religious. I know that this tends to be a very spiritual or religious quote. However, I do agree with this statement. When you find yourself in a really tough situation, it's easy to think, why me? It's easy to get overburdened and overwhelmed. However, you can find a solution. It may not always be the most obvious one, and your outcome may not always work. Life is about improvement. If you are not constantly improving, you die. If you're facing something, just know you can handle it. If you need to ask for help, ask for help. If you need to ask for advice, ask for advice. But don't ever think you can't get through it. Number 18, vet the source of your feedback. Oh, is this one true? You need to reflect on who is giving you this advice. Now, I said earlier, parents know best, and that's because a lot of times older adults have the life experience you need to handle the situations that you're facing. However, if you are ever getting feedback, whether it's at work, whether it's regarding your personality or your character as a person, take a hard look at who is giving you this feedback because I got great advice the other day. This is definitely one that someone told me and I just had to tell you. So I was talking to this person and we had worked together a good while. And they had said to me, I have worked with you. We have been side by side. We've worked on projects together. And I can see you are hardworking. You're not afraid to ask questions. You're never claiming that you already know the answer. And you're not afraid to say, I don't know. And so this person who I had truly worked with had such great insight into my abilities as an employee, right? Now, I took that and I compared it to some feedback I was getting from other individuals, people who I had never worked with on any projects, people who I had never sat side by side to try to find a solution to a question, people who were so quick to point the finger instead of waiting to hear an explanation. Now, if I were to only listen to the feedback of someone like that, well, then of course, that's not going to be a true, honest reflection of my work ethic. It's going to be a reflection of what they think my work ethic could be. And yet you compare that with someone who I actually sat side by side for hours working on things together. That kind of person is going to be so much more insightful to your abilities and to give true, honest feedback and a hard look in the mirror as far as do you really know what's going on? And I mean this in both directions. Someone could be feeding you a bunch of helpful tips, but if they've never truly worked with you or they've never truly been there to see the answers, it's not going to be as true of a reflection as someone who has. So vet feedback with a fine tooth comb. Number 19, karma's a bitch. 
We all know this one and it is so doggone true. And if you think karma's not coming for you, sweetie, I can guarantee you karma's coming. It may not be today. It may not be tomorrow. It may not be next week. What you put out into this world is what you get back. So if you are treating people with disrespect, if you are rude and conniving and you are just looking down on others, and if you're always trying to get over on somebody else, it will come back to bite you. That is why it is so important. And it goes back to this age old truth. Treat others the way you want to be treated. Because if you want to be treated with kindness and sincerity and you want loyalty and honesty, then you need to be giving that to others. Now, it's hard. Life is hard. You may not always be able to abide by that. But if you are always striving for that, then the hiccups along the way, you're going to work it out. But karma's a bitch. And last but certainly not least, this is my take home message for 2020 as a whole. And it is, nothing lasts forever, both the good and the bad. What does this mean? It means that the bad times are not going to last forever. You are going to overcome it. Whatever challenge you're facing, one day you will look back and say, yeah, I got through that. But that also means that the good times don't last forever either. If there are things in life bringing you joy, you need to cherish those things because they will not last forever. And if you are facing things that are so hard that all you want to do is quit and all you want to do is just throw in the towel and hide your head under the covers and hope for a new day, the bad things are going to end too. Nothing lasts forever. And so keep that in mind, cherish the good, work through the bad. And I truly hope that 2021 brings a lot of positive light and outcomes for us next year. So thank you so much for listening to another episode of the So Rude Podcast. It was a fun experience preparing this episode for you and reflecting back on this year. This is a year that nobody asked for, and yet we all had to live through. It was a year full of hard, terrifying, scary times that were stressful and pushed us all to our limits. And it was a year that we saw so much good in humanity, people caring for others, people donating to those with less fortune, artists coming together to share a message, whatever it may be, this year certainly taught us that life is short and that nothing lasts forever good and bad. So thank you for listening. I hope you had a great day. I hope these tips helped. And if there's something that you learned in 2020, please make sure you reach out and let me know. I want to hear about all the life lessons that you've learned as well. If you are not already, make sure you follow me on Instagram at SoRude.Podcast. Reach out on Twitter, SoRudePodcast. We also have our show notes on the website, PageRuderman.com. And I cannot wait to chat with you guys next time. Have a wonderful day and I'll speak to you soon. Bye.